0: This is Unfilter, episode 48, for May 1st, 2013.
1: Throughout the past decade of deaths and grievous injuries to Americans fighting in Afghanistan, including a cost to this nation of more than $600 billion, Americans have been told our point man there is the popularly elected President Hamid Karzai, and we've been reassured he has U.S. interests at heart. Well, that took a blow today when we woke up to the news that Karzai has been receiving bags of cash From the
2: CIA, among others.
0: Coming up on this week's episode of Unfiltered, the CIA has been caught delivering bags of money to the Afghanistan president... For years, All in an effort to fuel corruption, and we suspect much, much more. We'll share the details. The Assad regime has crossed Obama's red line. Wait, maybe not. Chemical weapons have been used, but they're not sure by who. This week, we'll break it down and tell you what's really going on in Syria, and why most of what you're hearing is just hot air. The wheels of war are already in motion. Plus the bad news, Big Pharma doesn't want you to hear your feedback, and much, much more on this week's episode of Unfiltered.
2: Live from the Pacific Northwest in the Jupiter Broadcasting Situation Room. Welcome to another edition of Unfilter, Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show about the news that you really shouldn't be watching. Happy May Day to everybody out there. Joining me, as always, is the lovely and handsome Chris. What's going on, Chris? Hey,
0: there, Mr. Chase, I'm just celebrating 48 weeks of Unfilter and some delicious barbecue chicken. Did you know that today
2: is International Workers' Day? Or May Day in many parts of the yeah. world, eighty yeah.
0: countries. I feel safe just because I know that Phoenix Jones is patrolling the street of Seattle, Washington. That's right. One of our local superheroes.
2: That's right. Because you know, if you were listening to the supporter show, that's right. And you, you're, you're, you would know that we were talking. We actually played a clip. He
0: kind of he kind of unofficially got the police's blessing to patrol the streets during uh, May Day activities. You know, I've met him at E
2: three last <laughs> year. He was at E three. Yeah. I, I look over. and I was like, "Whoa, Phoenix!" And he was like, "Hey, what's going
0: on?" So for those of you who don't know uh and, this, and seattle's not unique in this regard no. um we have our own actual ba- league of superheroes and yeah. phoenix jones is uh, we have
2: crime fighters
0: right you should google Fe- phoenix jones and actually you, right you know it. they they <laughs> have
2: a, a, a specific code of conduct they ha- they have <laughs> videos know. of all the things that they've done I mean, online so you yeah, you can definitely find the it, stuff
0: you can and they get they they get some you, as you would expect when you're walking around the downtown streets of seattle and you break up a fight or something like that sometimes people like take a you know, a, a, like a real shot at him. Like I watched a lady try to hit him with his car in one of the videos. This
2: guy's like a. a he, I know he's like a black belt martial yeah. artist. I mean, yeah. he is like he's ripped to the bone. It's
0: pretty. It's pretty. uh It's a. It's, if you want to go read about it online, it's a pretty interesting. A really read. cool guy. Wow, Chase, huge show! You know, it's funny. This week, I was like, "You boy, got
2: a couple million bucks sitting over there, yeah, by the yeah. way." Uh, well, you know,
0: I got this bag. I don't know what's in it. It's just kind of anonymous. I mean, unbelievable <laughs> wow. story this week. We're gonna talk about that. I can't wait. And I love, you know, uh, oh. Brian Williams. It's it, that report. It's so funny because he's just like, you don't know. Like, he doesn't gi- He doesn't give you any tells. Like, is Brian? Does Brian Williams think this is don't the most play ridiculous poker thing? with that dude? No, just don't. You can't tell. He has the best poker face ever. He is rock center. Yeah, he is definitely get, rock center. Get get it. I do. All right. I do. You know, we get uh, sometimes we get uh, a little bit of uh, flack for not covering world events as much as we could. Well... But, I mean, let's be wait, honest. Wait, There's where, a lot of crazy. Where, where do we here. live? I know. I know. Um, so, uh, this week, I thought we'd start with an update on Syria. Because we've been tracking what's been going on in Syria, but we really haven't uh, been covering a lot of it in the show itself. Right. We did a while ago... Um, and uh, now we've decided to kind of uh, pick it back up because there's been some pretty big developments of recent. Yes. And we all have probably in the news heard about the red line, right? You've heard about the red line. The red and the, ke- the use of chemical weapons by the Assad Ew. regime would be crossing the red line. Why is it a red line? Well, here, let's uh, let's just remind everybody.
3: A red line for us is we start seeing a whole bunch of chemical weapons moving around or being utilized. Uh, that oh. would change my calculus. Thanks, you The use Thanks, of chemical weapons
2: That's the is line.
3: and would be totally unacceptable. Okay. And if you make the tragic mistake of using these weapons, How would it be a mistake? there will be consequences and you will be held accountable. I will? Okay. The broader point uh-huh. is, is that once we establish the facts... Uh-huh. Uh, I have made clear that the use of chemical weapons is a game changer. You have.
0: Okay. So obviously everything changed when this report now came out. This stunning statement from the White
4: House. The U.S. saying it now has evidence that Syria has used chemical weapons. And I believe this was on the 26th of April. On its own people. President Obama has said many yes, times everybody. that would be a red line for the U.S. to take Maybe action. But is waiting. the evidence strong enough? A question for yes. ABC's Martha Raddatz joining us now in Washington with more. Good morning to you, Martha
5: good Good morning morning, josh the language in this assessment is the strongest we have seen and very specific the white house saying that the intelligence community believes that the Syrian regime has used the nerve agent sarin on a small scale. That is a nerve agent that essentially paralyzes and suffocates its victims. But there are many caveats in the statement. They make clear that there is a varying degree of confidence that sarin was used and basically want varying more degree. tests to prove it. So this seems They're a afraid. red line, Josh, that still has shades of gray.
0: All right, so here we are. Uh, report comes out on the 26th. Uh, it came from Israel. Okay. To, uh, with uh, And I, I quote you here uh, on a the, our, our professional assessment from the uh, Israeli Defense Force uh, saying that uh, in March uh, some sarin gas was used. Now, uh, we played a clip on The Supporter Show explaining why sarin gas is extremely hard to prove if it's been used or not. However, uh, this didn't stop McCain from immediately calling a press conference.
3: President of the United States said that if the Bashar Assad used chemical weapons, it would be a game changer, that it would cross a red line. I think it's pretty obvious that red line has been crossed. Now I hope the administration will consider what we have been recommending now for over two years of this bloodletting and massacre, and that is to provide a safe area for the opposition to operate, to uh, establish a no-fly zone, and provide weapons to the people in the resistance who We trust.
0: Now, Chase, Hmm. who makes up part of that resistance? Who do we know that happens to be maybe a bad sort that could be involved in the Free Syrian Army or over there? You know,
2: Chris, I just, it's. It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't quite... They were led by that tall it.
0: guy. He lived in uh, Pakistan for a while. But wasn't he, does Super he hard be- to track down because he, he thought he was a in a beard? cave. Does
2: he have a beard? Did yeah, he have so a beard?
0: I, I don't get why why McCain has been, and so has Graham, Lindsey Graham, has been for arming the rebels. How, when has that worked for us? When has arming al-Qaeda actually turned out good for us in the long run? You know what
2: I think? I This this is what I'm thinking. The, the stretch here is they see the writing on the wall when it comes to defense spending. Mm-hmm. And the industrial military mm-hmm. complex. Yeah. And so if they can get themselves involved in Syria, they know that they're going to be involved there, what, for next five, ten to, you years. You know, since
0: doing this show and watching McCain, I am absolutely convinced that he there is a pyra- gotta be there it, is a right? pyramid of industrial military yep. complex spokesman yep. and he sits on the top of it. Yep. So <clears throat> this comes out like on the twenty sixth or whatever. Yeah. McCain makes phone calls. But- do you see how quickly he's like, Yep, this is true, we gotta do it. Dude, he made a few phone calls. He was on every CNN weekend show. He was on he was on Fox and News. And they're never live. He was on C SPAN. He was on he was just all over and then where he wasn't on, Lindsey Graham went on and he was like he joined he joined my girl Megan. And so they start getting a conversation and basically the conversation eventually devolves into how can we scare people into actually pulling the gun on Syria? How do we do it, though?
5: And how do we get the international partners to take the lead? Because, you know, as well as I do, the American people don't have a whole lot of appetite for getting involved in a civil war in Syria.
3: I hope the American people don't have a whole lot of appetite for allowing radical Islamists to get chemical weapons. Just look at Boston. Just look at Boston.
2: Wow. Just look at Boston. So he's but even a minute, Boston. I, But I thought but I thought Boston was two lone individuals right. that were radicalized. by the... Bombs.
0: And he somehow draws, goes from pressure cooker bombs to chemical weapons, right? And right. and ties that to Syria, which like how is yeah, anyways. He goes on the whole in that whole interview, that is like bullcrap. he says, yeah, if we don't get that contained, it's gonna come over here. Now, look, do we want bad people having chemical weapons? Of course not. That's no. not a good thing. But this is pure fear mongering because then, after the weekend, just a few days later, this report comes out.
6: Oh. Whoa! Breaking news now, one hour from now we hear the president in all likelihood talk about what's happening in Syria. The question today is whether or not the administration's backtracking about Syria's use of chemical weapons. Here is what Chuck Hagel, secretary of defense,
7: uh, secretary
6: of defense rather, first said about these events just last week.
7: Chuck? The US intelligence community assesses with some degree of varying confidence.
0: I love the some degree of varying confidence. Like they're just totally CYA now. Let me, let me.
2: Yeah, is is the reason why they're CYA is because of Iraq? Yeah, I'm sure. Of course. I I mean, they should be. Of course, (laughs) they better be. (laughs) But I, I mean, you hear everybody tiptoeing. Well, we're kind of
0: not sure. Really, maybe maybe, kind of, sort of. But I'm not sure. Really, maybe really perfect. 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 Bureaucratic deflect a responsibility statement. It's just it's beautiful across. It deflects responsibility everywhere. The Syrian regime has used chemical weapons on a small scale in Syria. All right, go ahead. I just want to No, I mean, no, I
2: mean in, in compare and contrast, you could see, in coming back to McCain, right. how he's so gung-ho. He's right. like, oh, wait, what we got?
0: Yeah, let's go. Well, so like, here's Hegel. On. So this is Hegel on the 26th. And he's saying right. the regime, the Syrian regime, is using chemical weapons. And we have pretty good evidence of that. This is him on the 26th, right? And then, like, two days later, he's, pull, he's backtracking on all of that. Oh,
7: Specifically, the chemical agent, Sharon.
0: All right, that from last week. This now,
6: Chuck Hagel from yesterday.
7: All right. Yes. We are continuing to uh, assess what happened. I think we should wait to get the facts <laughs> before we make uh, any judgments on uh, what action, if any, should be taken. Uh, and
0: what kind s- of someone action. got to his ear. <laughs> That's I, I want, what happened. I, I, I really, you know, I really just am not understanding exactly. It's It's like... We're lying about our level of involvement constantly. Yeah. We are yeah. – we're supp- supposedly funding them with food and communications equipment, but we've actually shown how that's – there's actually indirect weapons funding just through other countries. Yep, yeah. And that's been shown. I mean that's – so we're, we're, we already are involved. Um, and in fact, here's a great clip that was from Fox. This is – you know what, man? In a lot of ways, we're already on the ground. We're already doing stuff.
8: To what degree do you think somebody in this collective we is already in there?
0: Well, we have about 200 uh, advisors
1: and troops inside Jordan right now, and they are also involved in a fairly serious training effort with the rebels. So we're already involved. So when President Obama says we don't want to get involved, he just means physically putting Americans. But you can actually see tapes on YouTube where English language uh, mentors are involved in shootdowns
8: of Syrian government helicopters. So we're, we're there. Robert Young-Pelton from San Diego this afternoon. Robert, thanks.
0: Thanks and i i find you know i i wonder if so here's the thing okay i have a couple of theories about this
8: mm-hmm.
0: do you want to hear the really crazy bacon theory first or do you want to no, hear no no let's
2: warm up to the crazy bacon okay, theory okay all right so my, my let's hear the sane theory my theory
0: is, is is that is that uh obama's style is just no no boots on the ground style it's invest heavily in intelligence cia drones invest through this you know send but a if, few send a few advisors down there i get, have to counteract you all on right, this. If, on me. i
2: mean if that's <clears> true then why was he dragging his feet so damn long to pull out of uh, Iraq and to begin the pull out of Afghanistan? I mean, why if think, that's so true, I think why drag was, the
0: feet? I think that was first term president up against, you know, well established, well respected, well entrenched military advisors that were telling him we need to do it at a certain rate. And I think, you know, as he started to kind of reach a second term and became a second term, you saw him tighten that up and now he's a little more
2: Well but he also has nothing to lose either because he's on his second term. Right,
0: right, yeah. Um so, I, okay. Now, do you want to hear my? Now, do you want to hear my crazy? Hold on. Bacon let me theory? put on my foil hat. All right, get ahead. your bacon out.
2: All right, Department of Bacon.
0: What if? And I, I, you know, just maybe we can come back to this after we play the clips from the CIA stuff. It smells good. I know it's it's hickory smoked. Oh, okay. What if our actual goal here is just to make that nation become a failed state? Just to make it suffer. To make it remaining chaos to to weaken both the government and the rebel side because really there's no good guys to win here no and so whoever wins is not really working for us and so maybe it's better and you know what they're super close to a, not to one of our closest allies and they're super close to a to a country we want to invade and it also serves for us to do a little bit of a proxy war and to test Iran and see what they're capable of at the same time without actually doing a direct confrontation yeah, with Iran. But,
2: but but Chris, you don't understand here. You see, if, if we
0: just let them be and let this happen, what about the fostering of terrorists? That just continues then the need for the military-industrial complex. Ah, uh, fair enough. So I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Because that is not very humanitarian. That's evil, nasty stuff, and I don't yeah, like that Yeah, but you idea. know
2: what, though? Even though it may seem quote-unquote evil most of the general i would say the majority of the, the american public right now they don't want to get involved anyway well
0: that's very true i mean it's not our well it's you know it's hard to say it's not our problem when we have indirectly or directly caused so much turmoil in that area right yeah so a lot of things like so you, you know feel, so
2: we we I mean, feel
0: responsible the influx of radicals that are joining the fighting have yeah. a lot of them have been radicalized because of us or because of conflicts we've been involved in in you know so it's it's it, it is tough, but I, at the same time, I kind of like we we've overspent. I mean, we're yep. printing money like crazy right now. We we're we're stretched too too thin.
2: We have so much money that we can just drop off bags of it.
0: Besides, yeah, right. Besides, we got <laughs> we got China to worry about. I mean, that's let's Don't get, we have to pay it back loans to pay, China. Let's pay attention to the big game here. We got China to worry about. We don't wait, Syria. Wait, that's wait. a side show. Hey, wait, whatever <S laughs> happened in North Korea? Oh yeah, that's what I want to know. They didn't make it in today today's show, Aww. but there's there is an update there. Uh, all right, anyways, uh, just to, and just you know just to kind of prove to you that the wheels of war are already in motion and things yeah. are gonna happen. Yeah, check this out.
5: The U.S. military is planning on beefing up its presence here in Jordan to assist the Jordanian military, but also to have troops put into place should they need to move into Syria or put some kind of plan on the table to secure Syria's chemical weapons. At this point in time, very little is actually known about exactly what the Syrian government Possesses and where those stockpiles are located. However, intelligence agencies do believe that Syria has one of the largest stockpiles of chemical weapons in the world.
0: There you go. Uh, So we're getting people positioned in Jordan if we need to go into Syria either to do combat or to grab the chemical weapons. So here's what's going on right now is mm-hmm. the the politics of this are Graham and McCain are are banging their cages to, to stir up and paint the Obama administration as being ineffective over the last two years. So that way, you know, they can maybe have a Benghazi 2.0. And that's just politics, right? They need to have their cards to play against the administration. Right. A Democrat would do the yeah. same if Republicans were in there or something to the equivalent of it. Uh, but in reality, the administration has, and you know, I'm not People who are listening that are Republicans, when I say this kind of stuff, they think I'm being... A leftist, like they think I'm being pro Obama right now. I think all this is horrible. I think all all of what I'm about to say is horrible. But we are we are supplying the rebels with communications equipment, with food, and indirectly with weapons and money to purchase weapons. So we're already arming them, like McCain wants to do. We're sending troops into Jordan to so they can go in and secure the chemical weapons, like they want him to do. It's already being done. We're just not advertising it. We're just not going out there and pasting it all over the web and putting it in the New York Times. But it is happening.
2: Well, because I wouldn't fit Obama's mantra, right? It wouldn't fit his. Well, his and do you really end.
0: want to advertise that too much? I mean, I would just, you know, I mean, it's people
2: know about it, I suppose. But I don't well, the know. the important circles would probably know yeah. about that. Other countries that you know would be thinking about. Hmm, and McCain we test probably America? knows that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's it's. I
2: obnoxious. mean, maybe McCain's uh, you know eyeing the next presidency. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think there's an age limit. Maybe, huh? Can we put one in there? Yeah, but
2: well, isn't he supposed to be mandated
0: retirement age? E- any, you know, it, it's either way. Yeah, whatever's going to happen in Syria at this point, it's just going to generate more people who we're going to have to kill and who want to kill us.
2: It just, I mean, how do you end the endless circle of anger, though? That I mean, that's inherently the problem, right? How do you stop it? And how do you go? All right, this is it. I'm going to end it right here. We're not going to get involved directly
0: because we don't want to push any more buttons. But what do you do? Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's what okay. can you do? It's one of those things where we've sort of started a perpetual cycle. I
2: know. You start an application process and you go to Mars.
0: You know what? Just give them all uh, smartphones and internet and everything should just be Isn't fine.
2: Isn't there like so much uninhabited land out there? Can't <laughs> we just move people?
0: Right. Really? I think Russia's got a bunch of unused space and so does Canada. Just put them all up <laughs> in those. <Canada. laughs> I love all right, uh, Mr. Chase, t- yes. this week's big story is absolutely outrageous. But before we get to that, uh-huh. I wanted to uh, stop and uh, thank some of our supporters. Now, Unfilter is an advertiser-free show. What's that mean? That means that we get our support and our funding from the audience directly. And uh, uh, some of the reasons, like we're going to cover a big pharma story later on. And I tell you, it was one of the most awkward things to watch them dance around this issue because one of their big sponsors is Pharma. Yeah. Yep. And so this is a problem. It is fundamentally s- systemic to big commercial broadcast uh, news media. And the type of news that we cover we don't think is compatible with sponsorships anyways, and we don't want to have to worry about that problem. So we've asked for 133 supporters, and we've gotten to 70 today, Chase. That is awesome. That is awesome. So I want to say a special thank you to Brian C., Jerry L., oh, uh, what do you think of that one there, Uh, Morton? Morton J.? Morton yeah okay good uh, Sean D. Brian R. So we have 70 unfiltered supporters now don't you guys forget go check your inbox because after every unfilter is posted there is a newsletter sent out that gives you a little behind the scenes info about the show and also a download to the supporter show this week the supporter show's got uh, about 10 minutes worth of clips on how the internet is radicalizing terrorists oh we only use it. we already knew that I know that's why I put it in the supporter show but it's all new stuff and I'm just like uh, they just were non-stop this week with it so I put it in there also uh, some uh, background on some of the stuff we covered in syria that's awesome so that supporter show is a great one this week so uh, go check your inbox if you're an unfiltered supporter thank you to our 70 supporters if you would like to support the show we're trying to get to 133 that way we can finance one day of production of the show go over to jupiterbroadcasting.com click on the episode and then in the show notes you'll find support buttons and don't
2: forget uh, and i'm going to do it because chris usually does this we take bitcoin too we do
0: there is a bitcoin button now if you if you submit a, if you uh if you donate a Bitcoin, you gotta let them know. You gotta let me know because otherwise, I just have your Bitcoin address. I don't know who you are. Because or...
2: remember, you can be <laughs> completely anonymous mm-hmm, when you donate mm-hmm. a Bitcoin. Maybe
0: you're a big Russian oil money person, and uh, or you...
2: you're in Syria. Yeah, maybe you're a Syrian rebel. Right. Right. Or maybe you're in Afghanistan you want to and you've got crazy? some extra money to spend. I know, we, I know people hate it when I talk about
0: Bitcoin on Unfiltered. but I got an email on my Plan B show from a Christian missionary.
2: Plan B, is that the uh, new contra- Bitcoin show? Oh, it, I thought no, that was the no, contraceptive No, not the, bi- not the
0: contraceptive for 15-year-olds. Nope, oh, okay. it's the new Bitcoin show. <laughs> Sorry, I had and, a, uh, a hard time with that. He is a chi- he's a Christian missionary who is in China, uh-huh. which is not okay. And of course, uh, they are not. They they won't work with him. So he's using Bitcoin. That's awesome. Yeah, and he's like getting by, and he's he's uh, converting when he has to. And it's 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 a really cool story. We covered it in Plan B. Um, all right, Chase. You know what? Uh, yes. I thought maybe we'd do a special edition of. Oh, well, let's ask the chat room. Hey there, uh, chat room. Here's a question for you: Which government agency is known for being involved with the drug trade? Which government agency has been caught in the drug trade? You can give us the three-letter... I was going to say, is it a three-letter or four-letter agency? The, give us the three-letter agency ID. Oh, let's see. Uh, okay, right. we got a few answers coming in, Chase. Yeah, just we a, do. Just a couple. Uh, <laughs> I like all of them. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, Chase, are you ready to make your pick? Go ahead and pull it.
2: Sakura Mbu with the first answer of C.I.A. Yeah,
0: surprisingly almost everybody answered C.I.A., although I would also probably take D.E.A. or A.T.F.
2: I was going <laughs> to say the D.O.B., though. Do you know about the D.O.B.?
0: I was going to just say the GOV. What's up? What's uh, up? You don't know about the D.O.B.? The date of birth? No. What?
2: No, the Department of Bacon. Oh, no. I will know about <laughs> it one day. One day, Chase.
0: Uh, all right. So, boy. um all right. <laughs> this story is absolutely, this is, completely wild. It's amazing. Here, I'll, I'll give you a—this this should recap it for us.
9: Good evening, Brian. And somewhat Good incredibly, evening. Hamid Karzai today confirmed that the—
0: So this is the president of Afghanistan who's okay. confirming so, the so, story. Sorry.
2: So the president of, of an established country, mm-hmm. Afghanistan— Who is
0: being—who is, being is the person saying he was getting the money. Who doesn't— so the, so the person that was saying, this guy's getting money, he's saying, yeah, that happened. Okay. Okay.
2: Doesn't this guy, by the way, you ever seen the movie Demolition Man? Of course he yeah. has. Sylvester yeah. Stallone, he gets yep. uh, frozen in <laughs> the, uh, the monk looking dude. Yeah, and then yeah. Totally. And he looks like uh, he looks- you know President Coctos.
9: CIA has in fact been dropping off bags of cash in his what? national security office for years. But he says it isn't millions, it's only three hundred thousand dollars a month. <laughs> well do the math. If you multiply that over ten years, That adds to $36 million by Karzai's own account. The New York Times was first to report these payments today and said that the cash was delivered sometimes in suitcases, in backpacks, even plastic shopping bags. U.S. (laughs) officials say that the money is used to buy the loyalty of warlords, as well as cover some off-the-book operations. Uh, We checked with the White House, the State Department, the CIA, (laughs) none of whom would deny this report. And in Washington speak, that goes to a confirmation. I even asked one official if payments of cash had in fact been delivered every day to Karzai's office. And he said, well, we never said it was every day. One interesting footnote, by the way, Iran had also been delivering payments to Karzai until about a year ago when Tehran cut Karzai off supposedly because he was getting too close to the U.S. Brian?
1: Andrea Mitchell in our D.C. Bureau tonight. Andrea, thanks. So
0: we're competing with Iran. They're bringing literal grocery bags of cash. Uh, and Does it have like Safeway on the side? I wonder. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what the uh, hell? So, I guess supposedly this began as payments to Afghan warlords, warlords to overthrow the Taliban. It morphed eventually into a steady stream of cash to buy agency influence at the presidential palace and to cover such off-the-books cost as bind the loyalty of the warlords, the politicians, and many of whom have ties to the drug trade, even in some cases to the Taliban. Now, this is a big component of this, I believe. And this story is is so amazing to me that like we're just like this is something that in conspiracy circles that people talk about all the time. But this is just like once the New York Times writes about something it's 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 fair game so it's all over nbc uh this is so crazy i just wanted to hear it again from another perspective so we got to go outside the country we go to rt
5: both u.s and afghan officials spoke on the condition of anonymity to the new york times and said that for many years the cia had paid tens of millions of dollars in what they say was ghost money to the office of president karzai so this ghost
0: money concept is we i have a link in the show notes chris Chris, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh,
2: wait, 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 wait. They call it ghost money. No, no, no. But wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold what? On. What? We're broke, right? Okay. We're broke. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we, we had something sold. What, what's that word again? Uh, uh, suck, fiscal cliff? Suck, oh, suck, uh, sucknessner.
0: No, uh, ice cream. No. Suck, uh, suckner? Uh, sequester. sequester. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So
2: we have this thing called a sequester. <laughs> right. <laughs> where the 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 House and the Senate you know they had to pass legislation right before they went on vacation, so the f a a controllers could get back on the job right
0: right, right, and here we are right, just printing money and, right. and like here you go, whoa, uh I'll get into this a little more I would almost whoa I would almost bet there was maybe no tax money in those bags. I think uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay.
5: The Afghan government has received billions of dollars of U.S. taxpayers' money, but the officials say that the secret cash went to fuel corruption in the country. The CIA apparently delivers the cash every month in suitcases, backpacks, and plastic shopping bags. The officials said much of the money goes to paying off warlords and politicians, many of whom have ties to the drug trade, and in some cases, the Taliban. The result of that uh, appears to be that the agency empowers the same networks that American diplomats and law enforcement agents say they're trying to dismantle. President Karzai was asked about the ghost money, uh, and he acknowledged receiving it. He basically dismissed the payments as no big deal, saying those are monthly small amounts used for various purposes. As the CIA (laughs) declines to comment, another U.S. official has been quoted as saying the biggest source of corruption in Afghanistan was the United States. After-
0: oh, the biggest source of corruption, and this is why we were getting all up on our high horse, telling them you got a corruption problem, and we're funding it. Now, look, uh, ghost money is not a new concept. I have a book linked in the show notes uh, called "Legacy of Ashes: A History of the CIA." I just started this book myself, and it's very enlightening. And if you're familiar, you know, with just a rough understanding of history that's outside of what's taught from your, uh, you know, regular public school curriculum. Uh, the CIA has been involved in so many awful things around the world over the years. I mean, they are really, I probably should watch what I say, actually. They're pretty freaky. Um, so uh, this here's here's why I don't think those bags contain much tax money. Opium. Chase, uh-huh. uh huh. Big crop in Afghanistan. The UN. This is a new report that came out uh, middle of April. A UN right. report finding raised concerns among international law enforcement officials that a trend has been continuing in Afghanistan. Opium is on its third year of increased production. Now, but, you ready but, for this? Wait,
2: I thought they're not supposed to be doing this.
0: Oh no, no, actually, uh, Chase, uh, they're already. But as an American, that's what I thought. No, uh, uh, you ready for this? Afghanistan is responsible for 75% of the opium produced for the the world, for the heroin supply of the world. 75% of the heroin supply comes from the opium in Afghanistan. Now, here's what's so great. The trajectory they're on right now, it is believed, according to this UN report, they will reach 90% this year. This is actually going to make Afghanistan the the first official narco state, their primary Export And the primary money generator for their entire economy is opium sales. Wow. (laughs) And these reports go into detail about how the CIA pressured to have uh, certain people tied with the Taliban drug trade. Yeah. They were arrested by the FBI. And then the CIA had Obama contact the Afghanistan, uh, you know, top echelon levels and free this drug lord. Or this drug trafficker, drug trafficker. He's just a drug trafficker, but he's a big drug trafficker. Free him so that way he could get back out there. And they had to let him go. And and he was quoted as saying, I'm the enemy of the FBI, but I'm a friend of the CIA when he was let out.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: And uh, we, I I believe. So what would you rather
2: have us be involved with? Syria? or Afghanistan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing, it's like when you look at what we are capable of doing to nations. I mean, think about we are making and then and what is devastating about this is the countries immediately around Afghanistan are just ravaged with yeah. heroin, yep. ravaged with. Huge. It. Yeah, it is a ma- I mean, it is a major problem in the streets and uh, it's and it's because the it is just so plentiful over there. Uh, and uh it's it's up it's up an incredible percentage since we've invaded. It is up it is absolutely astonishing. And you can if you google uh for US soldiers uh um US soldiers guarding uh opium fields in Afghanistan, you'll find photos online of soldiers patrolling opium fields. They're not destroying the opium fields, they're patrolling them. They're like guarding them. Yeah, because it's Have you seen these? No, I haven't seen them. It's outrageous. It is outrageous. Uh, anyways, so I think, you know, so the, uh, the CIA, you know, they've had planes crash full of cocaine. You can look that up. They, uh, they they finance a huge part of their budget off the books by getting into the drug trade, which is absolutely amazing because the price of these drugs is brought up by the United States' global campaign on the war on drugs. <laughs> so we, at one arm of the government artificially inflates price and puts uncountable amounts of African-Americans in jail and white people, but predominantly African-Americans for using drugs. It go into jail. And at the same time, another aspect of our government is selling drugs and profiting off the drug trade to finance off the books operations. And it's happening. It is real. You it's know not even a conspiracy. It's absolutely real.
2: You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like uh, insider trading in the stock market world where you have falsified stories or even true stories that are sometimes leaked out or manipulated out. To change stock prices, to make things happen, to make people some cash. Right, right. This is this is the same kind of model, but in a totally
0: more fully illegal sense than and, every. And, s- and it's such a,
10: so, wow. so
0: brutal against human rights and and the treatment of it's just so awful. What and 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 you know uh, around the world we've destroyed huge sections of lands because they were used to grow drugs and, and then destroyed the local economies of those areas and it's all in the name of the war on drugs and then here we are guarding opium fields and giving bags and bags of cash to people who are tied to the Taliban and the Taliban is obviously a bad group of people and they make their money selling opium.
2: Right, yeah. It's it's, it's incredible. It's, it's disgusting. It's can't even fathom.
0: And then there's then there's Brian Williams just talking about it on NBC News all of a sudden. Even though it's been going on Forever, it's been going on since, as far as I know. Forever. Because
2: when you when you you got to realize, I mean, unfortunately, the majority of the news is set for people who are not fully. I don't want to degrade people. That's not my goal here, but you know the the news is set up in a certain way where it's to reach you know everybody in a general sense. But what? But and what, what good to- does it do? Well the, the good is it it, it gives a, a picture of bags of money yeah. you know yeah. to get people frustrated and angry. Where do we
0: draw the line, man? I mean right. the CIA has no accountability for who they target drone. Right. So they're they're creating they are creating whole new generations of, of terrorists because yeah. we are, you know, we've seen the blowback that, that causes. Okay. They are going around and giving bags of money. To who knows how many governments? Who knows how many people? This might be one of many agreements they have, right? Yep. You think this is the only one in the entire oh, world no, they're paying off? No, 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 I don't way. think so either. No way. Right? No, this how is many just- more? Are we going to find out? No. Nobody's going to find out. No. Nobody's going to ask that but this question.
2: But this is why we need so things like the sequester. <laughs> uh, because uh, we need the money uh, for other means. And there's so much things that are happening that we have no idea. And I think that's part of the reason why the story is out there is to try to get people more informed, but P- you know what the sad thing about this, Chris? Mm, mm. Yeah, this was on the NBC Nightly News. Do you think that for like three minutes, right, actually three one minutes. minute and twenty two seconds, yeah, or something but like really that? You really realize it's a half hour program, so that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of time for and a actually, hour program.
0: Actually, to NBC's credit, uh, I I watched the entire broadcast. Yeah, it actually looks like, and not very gracefully, they like they they shot that later and cut it in because they thought it was important enough. Like they 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 did a very ungraceful edit to get that segment into the show. So like they actually seem like they actually went out of their way to make it into the night's news.
2: But the sad thing about it is, the majority of Americans that are out there, and I know I'm painting a really broad stroke here, but I believe the majority of Americans out there, they don't care.
0: They don't care. How could you not care?
2: Because it doesn't affect their bottom line. It doesn't affect It their does day- though. But, I mean, but the, people don't realize. They don't look at that. They they don't, and they're like, eh.
0: But the big picture well, what is: what can I do? The, the very, very big, high level picture here is: at the end of the day, all of the things required to sustain what they're doing devalue the dollar, and they diminish people's personal savings. If nothing else, you should care for that reason but alone, you know because most, they're devaluing the dollar, but they outrageous spending.
2: Most people don't realize that they just don't, and that's the sad state of affairs. People are more concerned about who's going to be winning on American Idol or who's going to be winning on Dancing with the Stars. I think that, so. I mean,
0: I think that, I think that's because I think that's because for so long our culture has had very limited options, and the the media and the entertainment was held and controlled by by gatekeepers like NBC and 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 Fox and CBS and ABC, and they would just play what they wanted to play, and you don't right. get to choose what's on the channel. Um, however, the internet's changing that, and you know even if. But now we need to control that too. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that is, yeah, that is a big if that is a big thing we're seeing coming. Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
2: But and the, and and that's the big danger here, right? You know, and I mean even for us, you know, indep- independent media creators, we have to watch out for that. And that's why, you know, that's the reason why we do a show like this to yeah. inform you guys and get the word out why there to can. people.
0: Why we can Why we still I mean seriously, can. that could be a thing one of these days. You know, and honestly, uh, yeah, We haven't really gotten all conspiratorial about the—I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies out there about the Boston bombing, right? Yeah. And uh, there's been a, a really big backlash against that.
2: But how can you not think the way that we're thinking when we
0: hear stories about this? I know, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, does it how seem— can we not? Does it seem so crazy to—not sus- now— I'm not saying full-on hardcore only believe that it was you, uh, it was a false flag, but as it seems so crazy to consider it when you hear stories like this. If you know what your government's capable of,
2: well, the, here's the, the the most funny thing about it. If we said something like this a month ago, let's say on the show, we we were frying up some conspiracy bacon, we were sure. like. Hey, Chris, I bet you that the CIA is paying off, uh, insert name of country
0: here. Right, right.
2: People would be emailing the show. Yeah, People would be in the chat room like, Chase. You're, I can't stand
0: to listen to you guys anymore. Chase, you guys have you so many su- conspiracies. I can't believe you. You, yeah. are,
2: you, you are such a uh, anti-tree hugger, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, we actually hear it. We actually This is
0: fact. This yeah. is
2: happening right now.
0: Yeah. Happening and, now. No. I mean, come on. I think... I believe that whenever something like this happens there is an active campaign. So here's the way the media really works really well is and this is this is done intentionally because this anything that go anything that goes out on the air every moment is conceptualized and planned for because that's just how broadcast works and there's they there, spend
2: 10 to 8 to 10 hours to put on 22 minutes yeah, of video. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they have crews of people that are figuring out how to structure things. Yep. And what they do is after an event like this they hunker down on a on a topic and then they they bring up ideas and then they have you draw your own conclusions so that you decide oh that's completely crazy that anybody would think that and and i believe that we're seeing a bigger backlash now about these boston bombing things and and more emphasis on blaming the internet for that than we've seen before to try to to try to train people don't question the main narrative now i'm not here to say that i am questioning the boston bombing thing i i my personal take on it couple of brothers got into some stupid crap after the older brother went over and got radicalized, came back home. Maybe he looked about to make a bomb on the Internet. Maybe he learned over there. Maybe he had a group of friends help him. I know that they've, they've arrested three more people. And, you know, some stuff went down. I don't think there's any great conspiracy there. I don't think Michelle Obama is hiding the actual bomber or anything like that. Uh, but over the weekend, MSNBC, which, man, since the election, MSNBC has just been... Paddle to the floor, full on raging left wing, like attack the right as much as possible. Just been hardcore. So over the weekend, MSNBC turned up the hate on people who believe in the Boston bombing conspiracies or anything like that. I There, uh-huh. I literally have probably about two hours worth of clips all put together. I'm going to probably place about three or four minutes of it. I've kind of tried to distill some of it down. Okay, I couldn't fit a lot of in there like Meadow. Meadow had... Meadow had two super long segments on it, and there's just it was like twenty minutes all in. So there's no way to fit it in here. Uh, when you put them together. But let's start with uh, just MSNBC hating on conspiracy thirst.
10: And for analysis, we bring in Ryan Grimm, Washington Bureau Chief of the Huffington Post, and Jonathan Alter, a columnist for the Bloomberg View, whose new book is The Center Holds, Obama and His Enemies. John, Matt Drudge has called this the year of Alex Jones, calling his radio show one hell of a broadcast. And for those unaware of Mr. Jones's theories, uh, here's the man explaining the events of the Boston and bombing.
6: I have never seen a false flag, provocateur, staged event uh, by a government come apart
10: faster than it is right now. John, what do you say to that?
0: You hear the shock? Like, what do you say to what do you, that? What do you think? What, what, how, how can you? Can, are you okay? Do you need to lay down after hearing that?
3: Well, you know, honestly, uh, the idea that. Anybody would be giving this a guy who's just seeking more publicity for his show, trying to expand his far right wing empire.
0: Now, remind you, this is the guy who's there because he's selling a book saying this. He's there to pimp
3: his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah any more attention we've had trash lies Mm. slurs in this country for a long time but what's sickening to me about this is that there are a lot of people still in the hospital that are who have limbs that that were severed by these bombs and when you see these these folks it just turns your stomach and i think anybody
0: is the the alex jones conspiracy chair maybe you can tell me does the does alex jones claim that there weren't any victims of the bombing because that I, would seem like pretty hard one for people yeah. to grab, their, unless all the blood was faked and the limbs severing was fake. But yeah,
2: and the, the old man that actually from this old this area, Lake Stevens, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he was in the marathon and mm-hmm. he collapsed because he's right near the bomb. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. legs got weak. So
0: I don't know why they're really going after him in that angle, unless that's what unless yeah. that's what Jones yeah. has been saying. But anyways.
3: I- you know my, my actual view is that he should be boycotted, and that anybody who listens to his broadcast who advertises on his broadcast should be boycotted Ryan
0: uh, not. Don't listen to what they're saying. Don't even listen to what they're saying. Don't tune in.
10: Everyone on the right is amused by with Mr. Jones. Two weeks ago, Red State's Eric Erickson tweeted, I hope Drudge stops linking to Infowars. And today, National Review sums up Alec Jones's worldview this way. It's all fairly consistent
11: to bat feces crazy. You know, back in, uh, you know, the early 2000s, bat thousands, feces. a lot of...
0: I know, bat feces, right. And it's... They're it's, mean bat shit. That's what they're saying. And, and like... You know, so I'm going to get to why they're picking on Alex Jones, but keep in mind this is MSNBC. Alex Jones is is nobody in in comparison to rating size. Like they're just they just want, and I'll get to why they just want somebody to hammer on, but they just need somebody to hammer on. I cut a bunch of hammering on Beck and and other. But it's just like because you get the point.
11: Uh, progressive sites, including uh, Daily Coast, and I think even even the Huffington Post said, you know, we're not going to publish. Anybody that's doing any 9/11 truth or nonsense, right. we're, we're not going to get into it. You know, th- it's a free country, It's First Amendment, it's a big internet, and go ahead and create your own WordPress blog and, and write whatever you want about it. But but you're not going to talk about that here. But otherwise, as Ryan indicated, it does leak into the mainstream media. The reason that the
3: president released his birth cer- certificate a couple of years ago is because the birthers were on Meet the Press. Yeah. You had politicians oh, yeah. talking this nonsense. So there
0: you go. See if you're questioning anything about the Boston narrative, then uh, you are also a truther and an, uh, and uh, a birther.
2: You're you're painted in a negative light and you know, it's a very. and I even said this you know, it's earlier, it's a very dangerous precedent when you start messing around with our, our true core freedoms in this country. I don't know, the Bill of Rights and, mm-hmm. and our and our amendments. You know, and
0: it's just like come on. You're right, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. In fact, I think they even go on to the boycott stuff some more. I'll keep
3: in the mainstream. So the the Republicans and the conservatives have to discipline their ranks, or be subjected to crippling boycotts that will hurt their bottom line.
10: But John uh, and Ryan Jones has been pushing this bogus conspiracy about DHS buying up ammunition so Americans won't have any. And now, would you believe it, House Republicans have asked the Homeland Security Secretary about it and senator jim inhofe is trying to move legislation to cap the amount dhs can buy have you heard of the okay so dhs has been buying a
0: amazing metric ton of ammunition like no joke, uh, uh, the the stats are are pretty incredible. Uh, DHS
2: 1.6 billion rounds
0: they plan on buying and,
2: over the next four to five years.
0: And by the way, they that's after have. they've already bought 360 thousand rounds this year and 1.5 billion rounds last year. Why do they need so much ammo? And those are hollow point bullets. So everybody's been saying it's for training. They don't use, as far as I know, they don't use hollow point bullets for training. Maybe they do. That sounds pretty crazy. Who's
2: authorizing these transactions? Are you even?
0: Is the DHS even allowed? to? to use hollow point bullets with, within the homeland, quote unquote? I don't think they are. So who, who is approving these and why? Well, DHS says, well, we're just trying to pre-purchase ahead of time to get a great deal. Bull. And so some people are saying, no, the DHS is trying to buy up all the bullets in the market. And and actually, it it is true. Uh, you can find reports that they are having capacity problem because they are using so much materials to build the to fill the ammo requests for DHS. And so some people think the Obama administration has ordered DHS to buy up ammunition that way. There's less on the market because people are buying guns at an incredible rate these days, higher than they've ever been. Record sales all the time. So you got to be careful, Chris. You're starting to sound a little conspiracy issue because.
2: Because what you're implying here is because of Americans buying more guns, you're saying that the government is fearful of the Americans buying guns, therefore they need to take away the ammo.
0: I I don't know if it's so much – I don't know what would be driving it. I mean I don't think it takes much justification for our government to do something that is incredibly wasteful. This is the government that spent so much money bailing out the too-big-to-fail institutions. Whenever there is an option to do something that is wasteful and doesn't necessarily – guarantee good returns they'll take that route they'll especially if it's something they can do within their powers they will absolutely take that route so i'm that's the only reason i'm giving that some credence i'm not saying that is what's happening but it seems exactly like the type of thing the united states government would do and has done in the past because uh. it's excessive and wasteful i mean oh, man.
10: this is exactly what john has just said isn't it ryan
11: no that that's exactly right uh, and uh A member of Congress, a Republican member of Congress, uh, told Napolitano, I have seen this on the Drudge Report. And, you know, credible media outlets such as the Drudge Report are reporting this, so you need to respond to it. You know, and she said something back like, well, I w- I'm not exactly sure that I would agree with you that, that- that's a credible media report. But, you know, th- that's a problem in Washington, that-, that people do rely on the Drudge Report to kind of get their-, their traffic signals of-, of where they ought to go. Believe it or not, like if-, if you show somebody this site who isn't involved in the media, they, they think they've been transported back to 1997 or something, and it- it's hard to communicate Convince them? No, actually, this is an extremely influential and powerful and f- site here f- in Washington, run by this guy down in South Florida, or wherever the heck he is, and he puts up whatever he wants to. And and so ne- next thing you know, you you have Republicans asking the Homeland, uh, Homeland Secretary, Incredible. why are you why are you buying up all the bullets? Yeah. And they always use the cover
10: up. We're just raising questions. Of course. Hide behind that, John Alter and Ryan Grimm, gentlemen. Thank you so just much. Just
0: hide behind raising questions. We're just oh, hiding behind how dare they ask questions. All right, here's uh Chris Hayes and uh he uh he also wants to uh, ba- bash on people who question the narrative. Oh. I am the smart guy cuz I'm not standard- Oh, okay. So this is kind of what kicked this off for MSNBC. There was a dude who went down and uh, he got in the face of an infowars.com reporter. Who was asking questions and you know causing a ruckus? And so this guy's like, "How dare you be a conspiracy theorist?" And so it's a great clip. So MSNBC was playing it all weekend. Here it is. They're
4: saying the FBI blew up the people so at the Boston Marathon. Here. You well, f- heel. I don't care if people think I'm a I'm not saying the FBI blew up innocent people. You're saying that, and that's what makes you a dumbass. Oh yeah. So there you go. Oh yeah. Now yeah, yeah. why are you in my f- neighborhood? That was having a normal, if slightly frustrated, individual reacts to the high level of conspiratorial nonsense that has been flowing forth both before and intensely since the horrible bombings of the Boston Marathon. But it's one thing when these false flag notions are kept to the conspiracy-minded fringe. It's another thing altogether when these theories are oozing into the Republican Party and the halls of government.
0: Of course, they got to... You know, they got to also yep. give it a Republican angle.
4: Yep. Republican New Hampshire State Representative Stella Trambley bought into the conspiracies early on.
5: I was just pointing out the fact that there, there's there a possibility that the government is involved. You know in history, top-down, bottom-up has always happened. One
11: party says you should probably apologize to your constituents.
5: What am I going to apologize for? For asking
8: questions?
4: Ah, uh, the old asking questions line. Nope. Oh, of course, the asking questions line. So questions are fine, even questions that lead people to think, what in God's name are you talking about? The Tremblay's post on Glenn Beck's Facebook page didn't look like a question to me. Quote, the Boston Marathon was a black ops terrorist attack. Drones and now terrorist attacks by our own government. Sad day, but a wake-up to all of us. First there was a sp- suspect, then there wasn't. InfoWars broke the story, and they knew they had been found out. State Representative Tremblay. I think there's a little maybe possible nervousness, too, that alternative media
0: is starting to eat TV news's lunch. TV news ratings are still going down generally across the board. And uh, people are looking for something else because trust is also at an all-time low in the established media. And maybe there's a little bit of looking over their shoulder now going, what are these guys doing that's getting people's attention? And they're getting a little little nervous.
4: It is not the only legislator parroting conspiracy theories put forth by the likes of Infowars' Alex Jones. But a state legislator is one thing. A United States senator is another, which is what makes the actions of Oklahoma's Republican, James Inhofe, so shocking. Inhofe has introduced a bill to fight a problem that does not exist, which is that the government has gone on an ammunition buying spree so that there won't be any bullets left for law-abiding citizens. Now, the DHS wants to buy more than a billion rounds of ammunition in the next four or five years, which the department says it'll use for law enforcement agents in training and training.
0: Now, he there, he's neglecting the fact that they've already bought 360,000 rounds of hollow-point bullets this year and 1.6 billion rounds last year, and actually an S-ton of rounds the year before that.
4: And on duty. And the reason the DHS says it is stockpiling the ammunition, because like going to Costco, it's just more economical sometimes to buy in bulk.
0: <sighs> of course, just that's why they're doing it, because it's economical to buy in bulk. Uh, proponents of the bill are now, by the way, this bill that's being introduced would simply cap the amount of ammunition being bought at the same rate as of all previous administrations. That way he couldn't exceed the most that were bought in previous administrations. I believe the figure now stands. Are you ready for this chase? With the amount of rounds that DHS has purchased, they could fight the equivalent of a 24 year war in Iraq. That's how much ammunition they now oh, have. Oh my
2: God.
0: So you know, at least the Department of Homeland Security has a lot of bullets, right. a lot of hollow point bullets. So that's good. And screw you for asking questions, you s- you stupid conspiracy theorists. Screw you. You know,
2: no, screw the show, right?
0: I and, mean, screw everything. Sc- and you know what? Screw Ron Paul. Screw being an American. Ron Paul wrote an. Uh, screw being a human. He wrote an opinion piece saying, uh, you know, the police state overreacted in Boston just to catch two guys. Uh, all the cops, that was that was too much. And of course, uh, Lawrence on MSNBC, he got real angry when he found out
6: paramilitary police riding in tanks and pointing automatic weapons at innocent citizens that's what ron paul wrote
0: and we saw the pictures of that we saw we saw video we saw multiple videos videos, of this what a vile lie there were
6: no tanks and there were no police pointing their weapons at innocent citizens
0: all right, well, there were extremely armored vehicles with, you know, machine guns mounted on the top of them. But you're right, they and, were not and, actually and, tanks. And,
2: and by the way, they can definitely easily be misconceived as tanks when they are painted in military green colors. Right. And, and black. And, and black. And, and, and armored.
0: And, and armored. Right. And, and the guns and, were
2: definitely pointed and at frankly, these are more frankly, pra- these are
0: more practical than tanks. Yes. So they're best of both worlds like Humvees. visas so almost. ron paul was going for a bit of a you know he's trying to drop but the
2: second part was absolutely true yeah. absolutely yeah.
0: and you know who knows
6: what a despicable lie that is you know not who a lie. knows how many police hating lies ron paul listen doesn't he sound angry i
10: mean where Poli- is this
6: anger
2: coming from police hating lies this is not about being police hating no, no it's no I I mean, this is about control hating this is about freedom hating this is about the right to,
0: uh, you know, unreasonable search and seizure. Going, going into people's homes without warrants and, you know, forcing them out, not asking them out like everybody's saying. They were, they were told, I mean, they were ordered out with guns in their faces. <sighs> told in his op-ed piece. How much more of this
6: jackass do we Rand need Rand Paul. 40 seconds. Rand Paul knows. When he was issuing his non-retraction retraction about supporting drone use in liquor store robberies, Rand Paul said this. Fighting terrorism and capturing terrorists must be done while preserving our constitutional protections. This was demonstrated last week in Boston.
0: Rand Paul says, you know, Rand Paul's basically saying, nah, what happened in Boston was fine. That's what Rand Paul's saying.
6: I'm sorry, libertarians, honest libertarians. You deserve better spokesmen than Ron and Rand. But until you get better libertarian advocates, you're going to have to continue to endure paranoid, lying politicians in the Paul family.
0: Yeah, but you're also lying too. Exactly. And he's trying to shame them when he's exaggerating and lying in, in a more egregious way than really Ron Paul did by calling those things tanks. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And I'll tell you, I believe the real goal here is the media sets the narrative right. by 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 going after the conspiracy theorists by going after people for questioning things by going after fringe news outlets that you know are just great for are great cannon fodder to shoot at for a while they don't have to ask the tough questions. Why did police have to enter homes? How much money was spent doing all of this? Why do we have a $700 billion homeland security system and these guys still weren't caught?
5: I believe this was a massive failure of the su- the surveillance state that we've created in America. Since 9-11, we have spent
0: over $700 billion on national security. And a
5: lot of that is surveillance with video cameras, with massive Data collection with fusion centers and none of those have helped to deter or detect any terrorist plot. And while the surveillance video was useful in reconstructing what happened after the fact, it didn't prevent it.
0: There you go. Oh my goodness. So gracious. they are they are putting on a big show. They're putting on a big show because they know that. You know, the Drudge Report has been the Drudge Report for years now. It has the traffic it has. Infowars, they lie about their numbers. They lie, and they don't have that big of a reach, and MSNBC knows that. It's not a big deal that they're covering this kind of stuff. It's all a distraction, because that right there is the real question. Our economy, which is collapsing under the weight of things like $700 billion worth of Homeland Security improvements, did nothing to stop two kids from bombing a marathon even when there was feds all over the place and cameras everywhere and monitoring every single person's email tracking every damn phone call monitoring every person who comes in and out of the country they still did it and the system did nothing why aren't they talking about that the more you know the more you know all right so uh you remember that Ricing case this. Oh, yeah, so so the
2: first guy, they had all this hardcore evidence on. <laughs> the Elvis on,
0: impersonator.
2: And they're like, oh, wait, we don't have any evidence. Yeah,
0: I don't even eat rice. Uh, well, what's rice? I don't even eat rice. I don't even read so it. So now there's a new suspect. Oh, really? Did they, the get, did they get the right one? Well,
2: I I don't know. I
0: don't know, maybe actually. They just
2: made up in one to try to get the news
0: going. The, the guys know each other. The the, Uh. the new suspect knows the Elvis impersonator. The guys know each other.
2: The FBI
1: believes that it has solved a case of domestic terrorism, those letters laced with a poison called ricin that were mailed to President Obama, a U.S. senator, senator, and a Mississippi judge. In court papers today, the FBI says ricin was found in a martial arts studio that was run by James Dusky of Tupelo, Mississippi. Dusky was arrested on Saturday.
0: Yeah, James Douchey, uh, he yeah, he was charged on Saturday, and uh, they, they, I guess, have a lot of evidence pointing to him.
2: Wait, 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 wait. We heard this before. They had a lot of evidence pointing to the other guy. He says
0: he was set up by the other guy. Oh! That's what he's saying. Oh, okay, well. And is... it gets weird. Now, King also claims— in- And King is the new guy who's been arrested. King is his neighbor, and she hates this guy. He's like, yeah, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the neighborhood. I'm not surprised by this at all. He's a bastard. <laughs>
1: And this, Martha, is where the story gets really weird that on several occasions, Dusky flashed, yes, flashed her 12-year-old daughter. We should also point out that this is not the only trouble that Dusky is in here at Federal Corpus, because he also faces three state charges of molesting young girls at his karate studio. Martha? Oh, Boy, this one just man.
9: gets more and more strange. So what, go, go back over his Dusky. connection, Dusky's connection to the original suspect in this case, John.
1: Uh, original suspect is paul kevin curtis who was arrested in corinth mississippi a couple of weeks ago the two have known each other for a number of years maybe six seven years apparently according to people who know them they have been feuding with each other over what would seem to be trivial issues and last week in federal court curtis's attorney christy mccoy claimed that dusky may have been trying to frame kevin curtis by sending letters to the President, Senator Wicker, and a local judge in Mississippi with a signature that was very similar to what Kevin Curtis had written online so
0: there you go it's some weird oh, triangle of of <laughs> dudes of and you know you know what's actually a little depressing I hate I hate to be this guy, but here we go these guys. From what I can tell, look like a couple of the dumbest that America can make. I mean, they just are the stupidest looking dudes, and they're trying to screw with each other. And I bet, because apparently they just they squabble over the stupidest crap. According to people who know them, they're like they they just have like bitch fights constantly. Okay. How awful would it be if to screw one of these guys? You know, like one guy wanted to screw the other guy. He set him up and he sent these rice and letters, right? Just like mm. I'm going to show this guy and I'm going to get him in trouble. Like, first of all, how stupid is that, right? Like, are they serious? Come on, give me a break. <laughs> But what if, because they're just screwing with each other, these guys set off a whole new level of national security-like expenditures oh, yeah, and yeah, lockdowns yeah, 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 yeah. because these two jackasses were screwing around with each other? I mean, a bunch of idiots. That's sad to think about. I know, I know. So, all right. I uh, want to move on because that's just that's that is what it is. There's not much more to it right now. The guy was arrested and we don't really know much more at this point. But well, he's got.
2: You know, well, you know, the, 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 we don't need to fry bacon officially, but you know, the government's got to pin somebody on it,
0: right? <laughs> I, I actually kind of I'm buying this story. I'm I don't I don't think there's any conspiracy. Could be made for TV. Movie. I think it's a couple of idiots got themselves involved in something at the wrong time too. Right. Um. And you know, it's it's rice too, which is like. It's stupid to yeah. use ricin. Um, unless unless the, unless when you open the letter, needles come out and inject you. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> Speaking of something else, have you ever had Ambien? Uh, Speaking of things I, that can I, get I, you pretty screwed up. Well, I heard
2: it. It's a non-addictive. Uh, d- do you have the commercial? I wish you did. I, I, I wish...
0: Well, there's a couple out there, but they're yeah. all so damn weird, I decided not to go get it. <laughs> uh, I tried Ambien uh, because I had sleep apnea for a while, and I got this uh, new sleep ma- mask, and I just could not sleep on it. Right. So the doc says, all right, well, I'll prescribe you Ambien. Okay. Like, okay. Literally the entire extent of our conversation, he gives me a month's supply of okay. Ambien. All right. A month's supply of Ambien for every night. That's so one pill a day, right? One pill a day. Okay. Uh and you take it at night? You take it at night. And then, I mean, boy, does that stuff as, work. As, as direct. My wife says I sometimes would sit up in bed and flail my arms around and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Oh man, there's there's some crazy there's people there's stories of people. And she didn't take video. There's people stories of people driving. She was going to, so then oh. like she started getting kind of freaked out by it. Right. So I Googled it and yeah. it's like don't take for longer than two weeks or it can cause neurological damage and it can become addictive and it if you you can become dependent on it and like the doctor didn't tell me. Any I thought it was not
11: addictive I thought it was. I did
0: too. I thought it was totally totally safe. Not Your doctor a big deal. Screw you. He said have some Ambien and it's like. And, like, I was reading, like, so a lot of places don't recommend more than giving two weeks supply at a time, so that way, you know, somebody doesn't become dependent on it, because then they'll become insomniacs. Ha ha ha. Like, you know, it's like, what? So it turns out today... Uh yeah, today a new report came out. It kind of it's kind of a repackaging. It's a meta report of several reports that came out in March. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, here's the here's the big takeaway from it. Ambient use, uh, since 2005 is up 220 percent. Whoa. ER visits are up 274 percent.
2: And the reason why ER visits are up because most people don't have insurance and they don't have medical insurance, so the only place that they can go is to the, the ER. ER.
0: Yeah, very true. And uh, it's also apparently like uh. Uh, it, back in back in uh, March they uh, uh, the FDA said alright we got a half the dosage for women like I guess like oh, the full dosage is screwing wow. women up at a much higher rate here's a little report listen to how they don't ever actually go into any details or give you any important information it's great
12: <laughs> now a warning for people who take Ambien a government report out this morning reveals dangerous side effects with the popular sleeping pill and it's generic versions between 2005 and 2010 there was a 220 percent jump in visits the emergency room. Dr. Polly Phillips is with us. Good morning, Good morning, doctor. So we've been talking about this, new warnings about Ambien, and now this record visit to hospitals. Why is that? You know, Ambien and, of course, its generic versions, they are so prescribed, meaning outrageous numbers. You know, 44 million prescriptions were filled just last year. So we have to assume even many more were written. So I think what's happening, what I find in practice, is that both doctors and patients now think of the drug as not serious just because it's so common. A lot of patients say, oh, you know, I'll just take an Ambien. Uh, But it is serious, especially for women. And just in January, the FDA actually decreased the dosage for women by half. Why women? Women? Yeah. Women.
11: Yeah. Go ahead. It affects women different than men?
12: It does. It really has to do with metabolism in the liver, and it stays in our bloodstream longer. Two-thirds of those ER visits were actually in women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other group that, that runs into trouble are the elderly, mm-hmm. primarily because they're more likely to mix Ambien with other drugs. I take Ambien
9: when I'm traveling overseas. What sort of bad reactions do people have?
12: Well, some of the ER visits involved things like hallucinations, behavioral changes, things like agitation, and then the more bizarre side effects like sleep driving, sleep walking, sleep eating, where you're in this sort of half state of sleep, but you're also awake and functioning. This is not funny, but I mean, someone I know said they ate a whole cake after taking an Ambien pill. I mean, they just kind of blacked out after it it's true people really are experiencing some severe side effects But is that something wrong with the drug or they're taking too much of the drug or just people have different reactions to the drug you know what I think it is is a lot of it has to do fifty percent of the ER visits had to do with mixing the drug with other drugs so you really can't take it if you're taking any pain medicines any (laughs) anti-anxiety medicines or don't mix it with alcohol but really I, I just advise we follow this mantra take the smallest dose possible for the shortest amount of time it's not a drug to be used every day. Good,
11: good advice. Yeah, Thank good, you, doctor. Before we go, on, you're you out. know, well,
0: man, we are on so many pills in this country between the uh, pharmaceuticals, and uh, it's just what they what they pump down us. It's unbelievable. There was one more story. I didn't have time to put a link in the show notes uh, because um, uh, it it's still kind of in development. I think we have time, but I just want to track it. Whenever the judge gets on there and has something good to say, I'd like to play it. Judge Napolitano.
8: Help the government spy or face a fine. That's the dilemma that Internet companies could face under proposed legislation.
0: Remember CISPA? Remember how that didn't work out? Th- yeah, we got a new thing now. Oh, no. So this new thing is a law that says we're going to come to you at any time and you have to be able to provide us any kind of information we want. And if you can't do it, we get to take legal action against you and fine you. And uh, that's what they're working on now. Thanks, I think, in part to Diane Feinstein.
8: According to the reporting of the Washington Post newspaper, a government task force is pushing for a law that would pressure Internet companies to let the government wiretap online communications. If companies like Gmail or Facebook don't go along with such a search order, they could face tens of thousands of dollars in fines. Supporters say law enforcement would still need a judge to sign off on the search. They say it's just like the current practice of tapping phone lines, updated for the digital age. But th- All right,
0: that's true. Okay. That's, right. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. okay. that's uh, a little bad. I'm up. okay. Uh, I wonder how true that is.
8: <laughs> uh, yeah. Because
0: it seems like when they say it requires the judge, like, kind of, sort of, except for when national security is a matter and everybody's there, so we can skip that part.
8: The critics say the proposal is a threat to online privacy and personal liberties. Let's take it to the judge, Fox News Senior Judicial Analyst Judge Andrew Napolitano. Is it a little bit of both? Well, I think it probably is a little bit of
7: both. Look, there's two ways that the FBI can capture keystrokes on a computer. One is by calling the internet service provider and asking for a favor basically persuading the internet service provider to let them tap in nobody will know about it and the government will give you immunity if the person whose keystrokes we capture finds out you let us do that this is what happened in the bush administration until our colleagues in the media revealed this and then the government stopped the other way the fbi can get information is by going to a judge presenting evidence of probable cause of crime this is what the fourth amendment requires getting an order from the judge both ways require the cooperation of the internet provider. In the mm. first first way, the provider has to say, "All right, we'll let you in." We'll look the other way. In the second way, the provider has to come on over, and we'll let you in. Both ways require the input of the service provider to connect the FBI to the internet, which the FBI says it can't do on its own. Now, what does the FBI want? The FBI wants to be able to connect to the internet without going to the service provider from its own fbi office a switch that they can press when they wanna capture the keystrokes on shepard smith or jonathan hunt or andrew napolitano's computer whenever they want and that's the resistance they're getting from these internet service providers and that's what this legislation if enacted and signed by the president
8: would let them do is it the sense that this might happen because that doesn't sound very american does it
0: you ever wonder if the FBI isn't just like trying to just figure out the best way to get all of the internet's porn in one database?
2: <laughs> when they realize all they have to do is just go to the Pirate Bay and they're done?
0: <laughs> well, they keep shutting that down, so they got to get it some other yeah. way. It's kind of like the drug trade deal. <laughs> well, if, shut one if, down, well, if they shut one the, the other Department other.
2: of Homeland Security is buying over a billion bullets. You'd figure they can get a few Playboy's. That's all I'm <laughs> no, saying.
7: it doesn't sound very American at all, and it would be an opportunity for extraordinary abuse that that button was there, and the FBI was only supposed to press that button when it got a search warrant. The temptation to press that button at other times would be almost irresistible. It's hard for me to believe that the Senate will go along with this. Uh, There are strong elements in the House that would like almost anything the FBI wants. Look, the FBI got the Patriot Act which lets them write their own search warrants when they're going to a third party like a doctor or a lawyer or the post office that has records about you. Now they want to bypass the Fourth Amendment yet again. This is again We've talked about this so many times. It's the debate of the next 10 years. How much liberty will Americans give up in order to have safety? And by giving up liberty, do they even become
8: safer? It seems to be divided. I'm out of time, but it seems to be divided right on political lines. It is divided on political lines.
7: I hope the trend is in favor of more liberty because the FBI is good at what they do. They don't need these shortcuts. They can solve crime and keep us safe and preserve our liberties
8: simply by following the Constitution. Judge Napolitano, thank you. Pleasure, Chef.
2: Hello, everybody. You know, here's here's the thing, though. Regardless of them passing these laws and legislation, why can't they just be held up under the Supreme Court or be shot down on the Supreme Court? Excuse me, they could. When it's it's like, uh, look at the Constitution. Yeah, you can't bypass the
0: ultimate law of the land. Wouldn't it be scary if it ever got that far and it didn't get shot down? That's a scary I don't, thought, don't, right? D- just yeah. no,
2: don't don't put those thoughts in my head.
0: Uh, all right, Chase. Well, before we get out of here, uh, we didn't have a ton of time because we're going kind of long. But we have the, a game. We <laughs> have a cool game <laughs> How, that you can play at home. We mentioned this like a long time ago, but the it's dude's e- been working on it. It's even better now. Uh, uh, quank? How do you suppose you say his name? A Q-ank? quank. Quank. C a u. C U A N K from the subreddit. He made an unfiltered bingo game. Yes. And uh, you know, it's something you guys can play along. He made an interactive now with pictures and it's an actual card. It's got a timer. He made it out of Google Docs and you go there and you you, you know, you just place it as we go and
2: So you click on the tile, the yeah. tile will change colors. And then you click on the tile to deselect the tile, and as soon as you get bingo, the the timer stops and yep. you get a score. Yep. And then you can play all over again. Isn't that awesome? So I encourage you guys on the next unfiltered show, pull this link; it will be in the show notes, and uh, play at the beginning of the show. And I I want to see right. I want to see a random just
0: bingo. <laughs> Yeah, put your screenshots on the subreddit.
2: You got to put your screenshot on the subreddit. I want to know the first person to get bingo on episode 49. So the next episode we're going to I want to play bingo.
0: That's going to be so much fun. It's going to be fun, man. And then you know it's a nice way to kind of keep things light when we're talking about how the CIA is destroying the world. <laughs> Right? And we're losing liberties and freedoms in our government Right, right, yeah, all that kind of stuff <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: just minor things
0: Alright, Mr. Chase, well I think that's going to bring us to the end of uh, uh, this week's broadcast yes. Now don't forget don't that forget. the uh, Unfiltered show is live Live! Wait, Thursdays Live Wait, right, Wednesdays
2: Wednesdays, Wednesdays. It used to be Thursdays yeah. Now it's Wednesdays Over at
0: uh, jblive.tv at, uh live. say about 6pm, 6 6.30 Pacific Yep which, uh, you know, it's about, what, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern?
2: Yeah, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, 5 Hawaiian time.
0: I want to remind people we have the excellent subreddit over at unfiltered.reddit.com, where you can submit stories, vote on stuff, leave comments, start discussion threads.
2: 380 glorious readers. It's gone up. It's still going up. I encourage you to jump in there, upvote, submit stories, up comments, or downvote. If you think it's, like, too far out there, downvote it. Hey, That's Chase, okay.
0: Uh, what if somebody had like a question they wanted to shoot at you or find out what you're up to? Would well, it be I,
2: like a? you know, I love the Twitters. The Twitters are great. You can follow me there at nudis, over there. N-U-N-E-S. Now, can people follow you on the Twitters as well? Oh
0: man, if they wanted to, they could go over to twitter.com slash Chris L-A-S.
2: Did you tweet about how sick you
0: were? Um, I was no. tweeting about Linux Fest, and I got so sick, I don't even think I tweeted. Because <laughs> so you didn't want to know what I was doing at that time. No, no I'll way! I'll tell you what, Chase. Hey, you
2: know what, Chris? I yeah. just launched a new uh, feed on my on my, uh Where would I network? find that? Uh, that's at geekgamer.tv.
0: Geekgamer.tv.
2: Yeah, launched a new Geek Gamer pinball feed.
0: Nice, dude.
2: And uh, nice. you can check out some of the really top professional pinball action from, Nice from, from, from some top class players. And uh, we have it there on the website. Gamer.TV.
0: Gamer.TV. Very cool. All right, everyone. Well, don't forget, if you're an Unfiltered supporter, go check your inbox. we got a great supporter show for you this week. And also, even if you can't be a member of the Supporters Club, we still appreciate you using our affiliate links at yeah. the bottom of the Jupiter Always Broadcasting website. Always a way website. to support. Always yeah. a way. And then, you know, so you get yourself something, get and something. And
2: at bare minimum, which is absolutely free. You can uh, send an email, pick up an instant message, and tell a friend about the show.
0: Absolutely, that always helps. Yeah. All right, everyone, thanks so much for tuning this week's episode of Unfilter. See you right back here next, next week. week.